Welcome back, know-it-alls. Thanks for listening to the show. And as always, give us some feedback about what we are doing so we can make sure you're having a good time listening to us. Hey, know-it-alls, it's Charlie Ray and Mr. Claire. That's right. We're back again with another episode of Answers for Everything. And we've got a good treat for you tonight. Maybe not a good treat. It's a treat. Uh, we're going to be talking about staying in hotels versus staying at Airbnb rentals. So, Which uh, I've only, only done one trip where I've stayed at Airbnbs and... Uh, I, I stayed at a couple hotels throughout that just because they were closer to the airport than Airbnbs and I had to catch early flights. But uh, I know Charlie Ray stayed up more than I have. I actually stayed with him in Estonia at an Airbnb, which is the first time I've ever been in one. I mean, that I know of. Really? That was the yeah. only time you've ever done an Airbnb? Was that yeah. the Estonia trip? That was the first time I ever did. Yeah, usually I stay at hotels. Or I've, I've rented apartments when I've gone to Europe because I know during the summertime a lot of people go on vacation. So they leave their apartments like with a rental company. Yeah. I, I prefer that because then you can get like a washer, dryer, refrigerator. And in Europe, it's hard to find a refrigerator in a room. It's hard to find a coffee machine in a room. It's hard to find air conditioning in a room. So <laughs> It's hard to find window screens in a room. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah if, you can, if you can get an apartment, you might luck out and get all those things that you're missing out on with your good old uh, American style hospitality. I was surprised that I didn't get a comfort girl that came with my room in Estonia, but you know, Hey, uh, maybe oh. next time I had clay. Clay kept me warm. It's true. I, I was quite the little snuggle bunny. No homo. Not so, that there's anything wrong with that. Cause absolutely not. All homo still. Okay. Too. That's right. So Nothing. clay, I tell you what, clay, why don't you give me your impression for the few days that you were there? Cause I was there for like, two weeks in that airbnb so what what do you what was your impressions of your stay for those few days it was just like a hotel with a kitchenette like it, it didn't seem there's no front desk that i knew of because you you did all the checking in because you were there before i, I got there <clears throat> but what i really liked I, I kept imagining myself owning that property i thought it was a cool little piece of property where there's like a main house and then like three little cabins or four little cabins within like a courtyard I thought yep. that was pretty fucking awesome. Like, I would love to have a house like that. Can you imagine growing up like that and having siblings and then you each get your own little apartment versus like a room and a house? That'd be pretty sweet. I, I too, really enjoyed uh, the setup. I When I first got there, this is a funny story I never told you. When I first got there, I was kind of clueless. You know, and so I had to, I had to, first of all, I had, they gave me a security code to get to that little gate, you know, into yep. the, into, into the area. And I'm like, I don't understand. I didn't understand their directions. And so basically, I just kind of like wandered right into their house when they were cooking dinner. <laughs> I'm like, oh, hi, <laughs> um, I'm Charles again. They're like, hey, uh, yeah, hold on a second. So one of them came down and helped me and got me into my, I guess I would kind of call it almost like a cabin. Now that kind of gives you the wrong impression by a cabin, because basically it was like, if you ever went to an old old school as they would call them a motel which is where, which is where the, the the doors to a hotel room are on the outside of a building Correct. you just drive up and park it's the same kind of thing only instead of it really being 
like a full-size motel, there was either four or five units all in a row. So it was like a, it, was, it was like a row of like room, 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 room. Then there's like a little parking lot that was like, you know, their parking lot and then their house and like their own garage and everything. So they had like their personal house and they had kind of this separate, uh, these, these separate four or five cabin type rooms. The rooms, I thought the room was really nice. The bed was comfortable. I mean, the, the, uh, the floor in the bathroom had heated floors. That was awesome. Heated, heated towel rack. Uh, you know, I had a washer and dryer there in the unit. Um, you know, a nice spacious shower, no bathtub, but that's kind of expected a lot in Europe. There's not a lot of bathtubs, Correct. In, especially in rentals. Um, all in all, you know, for what I paid for that room for those two weeks, it was super decent. I mean, it was admittedly also wintertime, not exactly what you call high tourist season uh, in Estonia. But uh, I was very pleased with the place. I'd stay there again anytime. It was close to the uh, the metro rail that, you know, the little you know, subway type thing. They yeah, it was had awesome. It. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Close to the airport, so, like connection, close to downtown. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. that bus stop and that rail stop right next to it was super helpful. I mean, that, that's that's a selling point at, at any hotel, or any Airbnb is public transit. Massive and selling it, point. Exactly, and there was a you know a really close and it was open twenty four hour, decent type of kind of gas station slash convenience store right there by the, the stop, which was, which was perfect. And there was actually a grocery store that wasn't very far away uh, that was open during the regular daytime hours too. So did I ever go there or just the convenience store? I think you just went to the convenience store. I don't think we ever went to the grocery store. We didn't have a whole lot of time, but, uh, but yeah, that was, that was a really good uh, Airbnb experience. It was my only, my only European Airbnb experience that I've had. Um, Previously, when I've been in Europe, I've stayed at uh, hotels when I was there, uh, like like inns, like small like inn type of places. You know, yeah, they have they have those a lot in Germany. Uh, that's where I stayed at in Germany a couple of different times. Is like a small like inn, like they had like ten to twenty rooms type of thing, and they usually had like a little pub type of like you know restaurant in their building. Yeah, you know, Europe's really interesting when it comes to housing. That's for sure. Uh, but yeah, I totally would reckon, you know, I mean, as far as my experience with it, the Airbnb worked out really well over there. So uh, with, with your Airbnb experiences, which you've had more than I have, uh, it's, it's kind of a foreign thing for me to be walking around someone else's house. So the yes. one in Estonia, you, you weren't in the house, right? You had your own little cabin on right. the property, you know, 30 feet away from the main house. Right. So it was like a full-time rental. So basically it was like a, a hotel. I mean, it wasn't anything different than having a hotel room because yeah. it wasn't like, it wasn't like a personal residence. So yeah, but that's I, why that was yeah. my experience with, with going there with you. And then when I went to Ireland and Scotland last year, I booked a bunch of Airbnbs and it was all vastly different where you're walking in the front doors of someone's house and you're walking down the hallway and I, I don't know if you're allowed to use the kitchen or not use the kitchen but, you know, they they said there's breakfast in the morning, so just come to the kitchen, and I do, and there's other people there that were staying in another room and were just eating breakfast that the, the host cooked. It was just really weird to me that people open up their houses to complete strangers to stay at their houses. It's just, it's so, I would never want people I don't know walking through my house to get to a room to sleep in. See, see what you're kind of describing more is like a bed and breakfast type location than you would an Airbnb. 
although you could kind of confuse the two as as bed and breakfasts were around before Airbnbs. For example, I I stayed at a, like before I proposed to my first wife, I we stayed at a uh uh a bed and breakfast that was out kind of in, in a rural area and uh we happened to be the only couple there that weekend um but they had two or three rooms that they rented out and then you know you kind of had your own space in the house. And then, and then they serve breakfast in the morning. We had a really great, you know, uh, big breakfast. It was awesome. Yeah. Uh, but, but, but kind of like what you described but at the same time, I've also, for example, I, I, I lucked out and I got this really great rental when I was in Ventura, California for a couple of years in a row. And, uh, turned out the lady, she was there with her boyfriend. They had a room there I and mean, they rented out two rooms. So they had like a master bedroom suite kind of in the back. And then they had two rooms up closer to the front of the house. They rented each of them out to different people. And I stayed there when I went to a metal festival. And basically, they didn't they didn't cook breakfast or anything for me. They basically said, you can use anything in the kitchen if you want, blah, blah, blah. You put stuff in the fridge, this and that. And it's basically just like staying at somebody's house. Yeah. And, and I mean, and that was cool, too. I mean, I made really good friends with them. They basically, at this point, I made such good friends with them. They're like, hey, you know, if you ever come out here, and even if we're not here, like we're somewhere else, we'll still let you use the place because we trust you because, you know, I made really good friends with them. But that's not what you call a typical experience. But but again, that was just a uh, a house I was staying at there there in Ventura. And then and then, for example, I went to another Airbnb and I stayed down in texas and i actually ended up staying in the, the guy who i was renting from's apartment and, and he basically went somewhere else for the while and i just paid him and lived in his apartment and that's kind of weird <laughs> you know it was kind of it was kind of it felt kind of weird uh but it worked out great and it was really close to where i needed to be that's why i rented it was because of location um but, but, you know, I mean, the majority of the time that I've traveled, I would say I also have used hotel. Airbnb is not what I would say is my uh, my staple, and especially as they've changed their policies. They got these, you know, all these people are trying to figure out ways to, like, take more money out of your pocket. Like, oh, there's a cleaning fee. I'm like, clean what? I was there for, like, one night. I didn't make any kind of mess. There's nothing to clean, you yep. know. And, and, and they've tacked on a bunch of fees and stuff, and they've made Airbnbs so expensive it's like the whole point was trying to save money you know you know when everything gets i mean well the the point for you was trying to save money but the point yeah. for the the host of an airbnb they're also to trying money. to make money but now yeah. the government is coming down with regulations for them where it's hard for them to like turn a dime yeah which i understand um that I, is i find it just so weird to be sharing bathrooms and kitchens with people and I felt safe in all of them. It was, it was just really odd to me to be living in someone's house for a day. I don't know. And I, I mean, I'll do it again. I had, I had nothing but pleasurable experiences with all of them and even all the reviews, like they, they left me reviews and they were just like shining glorious reviews because I would hang out for like an hour in the morning talking about life with them before I was on my road trip. Right. Cause I rented a car and I drove around Scotland and I drove around Ireland Right. And I would hang out like at the breakfast table and just chit chat about whatever topics, you know, they brought up. And I think they liked it. It was more than just, you know, somebody using them for a bedroom and paying them. It was actually a conversation and, you know, a lasting impression. And I, I think that's a, a nice part about it. You don't really get that at a hotel, right? Because everybody's working. 
And right. as much as the maitre d' is there to, or the concierge is there, sorry, to like be friendly and help you out, they're not going to sit down and have a coffee with you while they're on shift. No, I think that's absolutely great. And especially with your trip experience, if you did that, you got to really know some people, some people on the trip, which is, yeah. you know, it's, it's a nice thing, you know? And that they would give me pointers and say, Hey, uh, you're planning this. Uh, don't go there. Don't do this. Oh, don't pass up on this. Make sure you go do that. Right. But so yeah, pretty much anything I told them I, I was doing that day or the next day, they're like, yeah, that's good. That's good. So, I mean, I did my research before I traveled out there of what I wanted to see and what I wanted to do. One of the the strangest things was I couldn't find the Airbnb. I kept like driving. It was in Scotland in, fuck, I don't remember the name of the town. It, it was a, a town that has a ferry. So we were, we were driving through the, <laughs> through the, through the Isle of Skye. We were connecting. Yeah. Oh, I think it was Maleg. Yeah. <laughs> Maleg, Scotland. So we had landed on the ferry and then we're just driving around, driving around, trying to find the house and trying to find the address. GPS wasn't helping us. My, my, here we go. GPS, the one that we talked about last <laughs> That, right. that wasn't able to find it. And then I finally went to the Airbnb website and I'm looking at the pictures of it. And I'm trying to match the the house and the windows and the roofing and the trim with what's in the picture. And I thought I found it down this little like back alley and I get there and it's hard to turn around. There's almost no space to turn around. So I'm doing like a 20 point turn and this guy just walks over. He's like, Hey, can I help you? I was like, yeah, absolutely. If, if you don't mind, I'm looking for this address right here. He's like, Oh yeah. You just turn around go around the, the fire department and then take your first left and go up this. Wait a minute. Oh, okay. No, hold on. Uh, I'm giving you the wrong directions. That's my auntie's house. I'm like, excuse me. He goes, that, that's my auntie's house. The Airbnb you're looking for is my auntie's house. This is the exact that I can tell you the exact directions to get there. And he gave me like point by point directions. And it took me less than a minute from his house to get to her house. And then when I got there, I said, your, your nephew just gave me directions here. She goes, oh, and he, she described like, oh, behind the firehouse. I go, yeah. She goes, why did you end up there? I go, because both of my GPS units were taking me there every single time. And she's like, what is the luck that you were able to get somebody who actually knew where my house was? Pretty crazy, right? right? She I mean, didn't go, a- oh, it was Hamish. <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh, my a- nephew Hamish, yeah. <laughs> It was a small town, so I mean, I, probably everybody knows each other very well. Very small little seaside town, but it was up on a cliff, and there was like no place to park, and it was on a one-way dirt road up to it, and it was like a cliff on one side, and I was just worried, like, hmm, if somebody's coming down this road, I'm gonna have to back down, you know, a quarter of a kilometer to get out of the way so that they can get past me, because I don't know if they're gonna back up the hill. Yeah. And I hated driving up and down. I tried to drive it as fast as I could to make sure there was nobody like blocking me in. Right. But, but it was nice. I mean, they made bacon and eggs or sausage and eggs in the morning and they chit-chatted. It, it was all good experiences. I met really nice people at throughout Ireland and Scotland at Airbnbs. And I would definitely do it again. But and the weird thing I found is the the showers were all the same. It was like an electric thing plugged in. And it was on a timer. You'd have to like pump something and turn the dial to, you know, three minutes, whatever. And then it, hot water came through. But every single one of the showers at every one of the uh, the Airbnbs was all this big electric showering thing. I guess it was an aftermarket install, right? It wasn't like directly run into their their piping. Uh-huh. 
it was so fucked up. I was like, every single one is the same, the same shower at every single Airbnb at both in both countries. So odd. No water pressure whatsoever. Oh, that sucks. No, it was terrible. I was expecting, oh, you know, European water pressure is amazing because it's all really, really, really old. There's none of that new fancy things that are blocking your, your water through the nozzles because all the hotels are fantastic. Just so much water pressure. But the Airbnbs right. all sucked ass for the water <laughs> pressure. Well, yeah, it's, it's weird walking around and seeing family pictures on the wall and trinkets and like little things set up on shelves. It's like, aren't people stealing this shit? It just seems weird to me to trust people you don't know to walk through your house and not steal a picture frame or a vase or a vase, you know? Yeah, I suppose. I mean, me personally, I would never think of doing that because well, me neither because that's not who yeah. i am but yeah i don't know how these people keep trusting strangers throughout their house i would never leave my front door open for just anyone yeah that's true i mean you know it, it's probably maybe just the culture you know growing up or something i don't know i mean like when i went to that b and airbnb in um in california for example yeah they had they had like instructions on like uh, you know, here's where the key is. Here's the code you put in. You do this, you can come in and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you know, like you said, again, complete stranger, but they were there. Yeah. You know, you know, um, but like, and, and when I went to, when I went to Houston, I basically met the guy and he gave me a key to the apartment and like showed me around, showed me how everything worked in it. It's like, okay, if you need me, call me, uh, blah, blah, blah. That was it. And I'm staying in his, in his apartment. You know, <laughs> well, yeah, it was kind of odd. I mean, uh, but the world's a different place. Now you're getting in strangers cars to drive you around all because it's cheaper. Like it's cheaper than cabs. So you take it. It's cheaper than a hotel. So you do it. But now it's getting to be the same price because the government is throwing in rules and regulations that these people have to follow now. And I right. think it's kind of a dick move. It's like you're going to price them out of the market. Yeah. Like does yeah. the government really make more money with hotels than they do with people renting out their houses? Like, are there taxes that these people, it's probably write-offs, right? Because if you have people staying at your house, your house is technically a business square, square foot is, is right. business related. So you can write that stuff off. So the government is probably getting pissed off at all the write-offs. So they want to make that money back. So they find different ways to tax. Probably, but I mean, let's be honest at this point, every government in this world at this point in life is are a bunch of dicks. It's true. I just feel bad. The Airbnb people are, it, I, it was all retired people where I stayed all like old Scottish or old Irish people that are just retired. They go, this is income for us. We're retired. Yeah. That's what I was, that's what I was going to say. I'm thinking that this is just a way for them to make some extra money. I mean, if they're there and, and you know, and they don't have too many problems or they don't have too much to steal. You know, I mean, I, you know, like I said, we know we've talked about this before. I would remember that house I showed you that was like the, the two story one that had the space to build. And it was like near like in Central America. Yeah. 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 It was like it was like beautiful. I mean, I'd love I'd love to be able to be retired and maybe, like I said, have it be like I don't know if I do like an Airbnb all the time. I think I'd rather just have it basically be a residence. And then every once in a while, like 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 i said have like group events that would be there and just like rent it out for like a month or something you know and then and then not have it like that for a couple of months and just have it be my place you know or 
me and whoever's place, you know, wherever I'm staying. But, you know, I mean, I guess I guess the thing to sum it up for me is I've never had a bad Airbnb experience, uh, at least not to date. And I mean, but again, I haven't done as many. I've done that many. I've done more than you, but not as many. Yeah, I've done um, like eight, maybe. Yeah. And well, I think, I mean, if you've done eight, then, I mean, you've done more than me probably. Because I mean, trying to think of when I've stayed at Airbnbs, I mean, the main Airbnb experiences I've had was one that I shared with you in Estonia, the one I just did in Houston, and then the one I've did a couple of times in California. And I'm I'm sure there's been a couple I'm missing, uh, but for the most part, I've always stayed in a hotel, and I've had some bad hotel experiences, like several, you know, that have been ghetto. But that's my own fault. I tried to find cheaper hotels, so it's kind of technically speaking – is it my fault or is it the hotel's fault that I'm trying to be cheap with the hotel? Because I don't want to spend a hundred to two hundred dollars a night on a hotel room. I I, I don't have the money. Uh, you know? I did find it a very convenient how you said, "Hey, I'm going to Estonia for this tantric massage thing. I can get an Airbnb. Did you want to split a room?" And I was like, "Yeah, fuck, man, do it up. That that'd be awesome. I love Tallinn. Like I've been there before. I think it's an amazing little little city." Yeah. And I would, I would love to go back. I was there in the summer. And then when you were there, it was like closer to winter. I was like, I'll check that shit out in the winter. But I find it very suspicious how you only got like a, a one bed room when you knew I was coming. It's like you, you wanted us to share a bed. It, I I mean, the rose petals on the floor. I mean, that was kind of a hint. The scented candles. When I walked in, I was like, I think Charlie Ray's up to something. You know, I thought, it, I thought it was what I agreed to do with my pants around my ankles, but well, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, after I followed the the rose petals in and the scented candles, and I look over and I see you, and you're like, "Oh, okay." He did say I could stay in the room for free, but it looks like I'm going to be paying for it in a different way. You got to work that. You got to work that off, man. And it it was worth every second. I'm not going to lie. It was it was romantic and erotic. <laughs> well, it was only about ten seconds, so you know. <laughs> uh, ten seconds of pain for one second of pleasure. Yeah, like well, you know. You play that rodeo game when you yell out somebody else's name and see how long you can stay on. <laughs> <laughs> then you then you call in it, then you call in your favorite transsexual for a dick measuring contest and carve a turkey. You know, <laughs> uh, yes, the old uh, Charlie Ray household family tradition. Uh, one uh, thing that I have to yeah. say about the Airbnbs that I stayed at, we're all on the Irish and the Scot Scottish countryside. And a lot of them were attached to farms and they had farm fresh eggs for you every morning. And those, those eggs were probably the nicest looking eggs that I ever cracked into a frying pan in my entire life. The, the, bomb. the yolks weren't yellow. They were like sunset orange. orange. Yeah. They were amazingly just beautiful to look at. And I was like, I want to, I want to live here like this. I want to eat these things for breakfast. Uh, I, cause I don't find that shit out here. I just don't find it. And it was, it was, an, I'm a food guy. So it's a, uh, there was one guy that he had a little, a gift basket when you got there on the bed, there's a little tiny basket. It had some little, uh, cakes in it. It had some shortbread. It had some tea packages. So I did myself up a pot of tea and then I started eating the shortbread and the person I was traveling with, she was, Oh, I just ate two packs of the shortbread while you're in the bathroom. I was like, what the fuck? How many did we have in here? She was, there was five. I already ate two. I was like, really? She was, it's so good. So then we asked the guy, where do you get this brand of shortbread? Because it's amazing. He's did like, oh, I, I make it. What's that? Did he, did he say I make it? No, oh, no, I, I, that would be even better. But that didn't happen. 
Okay. He, just, he, he just told us, he goes, I just found it, you know, over at, at Tesco or I found it at the gas station or whatever. So we probably spent a good hour stopping off at every grocery store and every convenience store looking for the <laughs> Walker's shortbread. And we couldn't find it anywhere in the whole town, like the whole fucking town. We couldn't find it anywhere. And then like three days later, I found it in that town where that's my, that's my auntie's Airbnb. I found it there wow. at a gift shop and it was like in big packages. It was a good price. So yeah, we, we probably spent about <laughs> 40 bucks and we bought it all and brought it back to Canada. Oh, uh, it's awesome. That's, that's what we were cool. eating for breakfast. Like we would be driving in the car at nine o'clock in the morning, 10 o'clock in the morning, just eating shortbread and drinking tea that we got from the Airbnbs. It was fucking awesome. But but the question is when you were talking, did you speak with an accent just to bring back the authentic flavor? <laughs> uh, oh, it's quite good tea. <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh, I tried not to use uh, either the Scottish or the Irish accent when I was out there because I didn't want to offend anybody with how authentically um, non-Irish or Scottish that I sounded. God, I would have had a horrible time trying to keep from fu- from accidentally start trying to brogue it up with them. <laughs> and slap you on the talking desk. You, know, <laughs> you go, you go full on, full on Shrek with them, you know? Yeah. Get out of my swamp, donkey. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, yeah. Here's some tea and crumpets, though. You know. Well, yeah, it was awesome. So this Christmas, I was at one of the grocery stores here. And it was after Christmas season, like probably a couple of weeks. So they had all their Christmas shit on special that they hadn't sold. And I just found fucking stacks and stacks and stacks of Walker's authentic Scottish shortbread. And it was like 97 cents a pack. It was down like 80% from its retail and price. The, and that's the one that you bought, right? That's the one that we couldn't stop eating in Scotland. So, so yeah. So how I'm, many packets did you buy? <laughs> uh, like 30. I that's bought them my, all. That's my boy, Mr. Clay. Yeah, bought you, them all. You, you spot a fucking bargain, you go get it. Oh, it's good shit. It's not like I was oh, buying. Hell crap. yeah! Oh hell yeah! But I oh, mean, man. so how much? So how much was it regularly versus the ninety-seven it was like, cents? It was ninety-seven cents. It was like eighty percent off at the time. So like wow. seven bucks or something. You're like, who the hell hasn't discovered this and they're not selling? You know? Yeah, I mean, shortbread is good, but that stuff is just buttery, creamy, flaky. Like I just, I can't describe how fucking perfect it is. God, that sounds like my ex-girlfriend. Butterly flaky, <laughs> creamy, creamy. Yeah, well, sometimes maybe, maybe cream pie. Yeah, yeah, yes. For all those that are listening, that are disgusted now. Yes. So, so to sum it up, Airbnb is my personal opinion. I think it's great for the people that want some extra cash. I think I've had nothing but great experiences. I still do find it really fucking odd that I'm walking through someone else's house. I'm yeah. eating their food. I'm using, I tried to get ones that I had my own bathroom though. Cause I didn't want to share a bathroom with people. I agree. That's a good point. Yeah. Because I mean, sometimes, I mean, I'm on a road trip, so I'm eating garbage. And yeah. I, when you, when you got to go, you got to go. Like there, there was a day in, you Ireland. don't want to, you don't want to destroy their toilet. And they're like that damn <laughs> tourist. I, I, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't get my awesome reviews. I'd get a really shitty review as a, as a customer, but, uh, uh, leaving Dublin early one morning, uh, I had to go, I wanted to buy a jug of water. So I would buy like these three liter jugs of water, just leave it in the car and I'd drink it throughout the day. Right. Instead of stopping for a water all the time, right. so brought my water bottle and I went through the, the ice cream section and it's like eight 30 in the morning. And I'm thinking like, huh, whatever I buy in this section, I can't keep it in the car because I have to eat it. Cause it's going to melt. So it's probably stupid for me to go and th- 
stupid for me to be going through this section. But then I saw Ben and Jerry's baked Alaska, which I've never seen Ben and Jerry's baked Alaska pint of ice cream before. And I was like, I need to buy this. Like I need to fucking buy this. 8.30 in the morning, I'm eating ice cream, driving through Dublin and just made me happy that this is my road trip food. So, you know, once I'm eating that for breakfast and then shortbread for lunch and stopping off at McDonald's for a late afternoon snack, I definitely <laughs> want my own bathroom once I get to an Airbnb because I'm going to fucking destroy that thing. Yeah. In I a beautiful, imagine. in a beautiful way, obviously. Well, is there any other way to destroy a bathroom? <laughs> well, I, I, I had my own experience of destroying a bathroom after having a Pakistani buffet last night for dinner. So, <laughs> uh, it was epic. <laughs> Hot and spicy coming out. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, that that'll do it to you. I did. I don't know if you, the last time you were in the the UK, but the the toilets are are weird. Uh, like you know how when you're you're taking a dump at your house, you have a toilet bowl and a very small bottom of the toilet bowl where the water comes. Like you you flush and it goes down the big hole, and then right in the UK, there's like no water. So th- there's only water in that small little reservoir down below. It doesn't fill up the bowl. It, you've got oh, maybe, okay. maybe two cups, like maybe 500 mils. So basically what you're saying is you're putting some dumpage on like some some dry porcelain. Yeah, and it sort of just smears down. And the, the, water, <laughs> yeah. the water masks the smell of your crap. So when you're taking a dump in a UK toilet your log is just like stuck to the porcelain <laughs> sort of like sliding down into the little reservoir. And it just smells like death. Like just fucking death. So you, you have don't, to like, but don't they have like those, those like, like, like elevated, like water, like up toward the ceiling kind of things. Or is that like old school, like British movies that I'm thinking of? I mean, they used to have like those, they call them water closets, you know. I mean, yeah, and and they and then they have like the toilet down below, and I, I don't think there was much water in them. And then they have like a then they have like a tank that was up toward the ceiling with the pipe coming down. It was like gravity flush, right? So I mean, yeah. like you just pull a chain and it would just like come down and it would flush the toilet bowl. So yeah, th- those are all over the place as well. But yeah, the, the lack of water in the toilet bowl is just so odd to me that you'd want your room to smell like shit. I mean. No matter where you shit, it smells like shit. But when there's no water, it really smells like shit. So I'm doing like five courtesy flushes. So every time I, every time I, you know, dump out a log or, <laughs> you know, depending on what I ate, sometimes it's yeah. like pond froth comes out, you know, or sludge. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got to like courtesy flush for myself because I, I can't even stand the smell. Most people like their own brand, but when there's no water, your brand is fucking terrible. Yeah, yeah, that's a special kind of funk. That's uh, yeah. I don't know, man. I you know I uh, thank the uh, I guess designers who are saving the planet one flush at a time. But I'm not sure if you're really saving the planet if you got to flush five times. You know to exactly the, the math doesn't add up. Yeah, it it doesn't. Um, I will I I will say that I think that the the plan and how it's going is backfiring uh uh on them what are your uh thoughts overall between airbnbs hotels well i would say that uh since i've only had a few um airbnb experiences every single airbnb experience i've had has been has been great i've i've 
uh, you know, I've, I became friends with the person out in California. She was really cool. It was actually kind of interesting. She was actually an extra in the Heather's movie. Nice. Uh, and she was a dancer and, and performed with Liberace a few times. Even better. So, yeah. So she had scrapbooks and stuff where I was looking at it. It was really, it was pretty cool. But, you know, she's got a nice, nice little place. I love Ventura, California. It's a beautiful place. Correct. And, uh, and, uh, you know, I had a good time at Houston. It was just kind of a small apartment, but it worked fine. And then, of course, the Talon experience was great. And I would love to go back to Talon again sometime. Although this time I would like to go back in the summertime. But I have to say that that Christmas market was was amazing. Yeah. Again, so much every, fun. every time we talk about Talon, we talk about that Christmas market at the town square. Yeah. It I think maybe. Yeah. Beautiful. And it smelled amazing. All the food. Oh my God. All the people, Santa presents. Like it's just, man, it's yeah. just so, so much better than any Christmas shit I get here. Here it's just I'll, I'll, consumerism yeah. shit. In a mall. Exactly. Exactly. But man, like I said, I was really glad that you came over uh, and, and hung out for a few days and, and uh, I'm glad you had a good time and that you enjoyed it. So yeah, it was fantastic. Even like all the yeah. free time I had when you were in class was great. Just, touring the city and going on like the like KGB tour at the hotel was awesome. Debating whether yeah. or not I should go over to Finland. Cause I've, I've done that, that uh trip over. Yeah. To Helsinki, but I, I didn't have time for that. I know I was, I was really sad. We didn't have enough time. I wanted to go over Helsinki to myself. I want to go to Finland. You know, I've got not, now I've got friends that are living in Finland. I could probably, I could probably wrangle maybe staying over there for a little while at their, at their place out. And it's kind of out in the middle of nowhere. So uh, I remember on the but, same uh, that same trip to Ireland and Scotland. It was uh, like the last night in the hotel in Ireland before flying back to Scotland for a day and then home. But I, I had bags of shit that I bought, like just chips and pop and just stupid shit and suitcases. And we're getting up to the room and the person I'm traveling with took out her card and she goes to swipe. It's not working. She goes to swipe. It's not working. Swipe. It's not working. I was like, what, what are you doing? Like, like she was, it worked earlier. She was, can you get your card? I was like, both my hands are full. I got backpack on my shoulder. I got suitcase. <laughs> I just so much shit. Like the only thing you had to do was use your card. You have nothing in your hands. So I put everything down. I'm, I'm not being angry. I was just like, what the fuck, man? Out of all the things. And I reach into my wallet and I grab my card and, you know, I swipe it on the thing and a door opens up. And then I look at her hand. I go, what the fuck do you, what are you doing? She's like, what? I go, we're at the, the Clayton hotels. She goes, yeah. I go, you're holding a key card for the holiday in express. She's like, what? I go, what? Did you are you saving your cards? She goes, Yeah, I'm saving all the cards as a memento from all the hotels we're sticking at. I was like, You're using the wrong fucking card. That's why it wasn't working. She goes, Oh, yeah, I should probably separate the current one from the ones that I'm saving. Yeah. Like, oh. oh my God. Oh. That's that's hilarious. Ah. That's that's really that's classic right there. Yep. Yeah. But so this but to sum it up though, all in all, I I I think that if you're a traveler, uh if you if you research right and things, I think you could have a great experience doing Airbnbs versus a hotel. Uh, I've you know, and as far as hotels go, I've stayed in some some great hotels and I've stayed in some some crap bag hotels that I'm like, oh, I hope I make it out of here alive tonight. Um, nope. You know, kind of hotels, yeah. And, I've uh, definitely talked about that with the hookers and the pimps and the beating down the doors. Yeah, got oh, lots man, of there's, fun yeah, there's hotel a hotel, Yeah, there's a hotel where I actually put a a chair underneath the door, you know, just in case, like, oh. Oh, give me, gives me a couple extra seconds to grab for a, I don't know, something to throw at the four guys bum rushing me in the middle of the night. 
I did that for my sister. I met up with her. She was coming, I think, back from California, and I was driving down the coast of California. We met somewhere in Oregon. Maybe she, I don't know. I remember we went to a hotel and we found a cheap one. And whenever you go into like a Denny's or something, there's a little stack of like magazines by the the front door. And it just gives you discounts in the local area for food and hotels and stuff. So we found a cheap like Super 8 for like $9.99 a night using a coupon. So we we took her to that one. And there was like tailgate parties of like really seedy fucking people in the parking lot and broken windows it's sort of like in the really bad part of town where all the roads are shit and the street lights don't work and the stop signs are missing and i was like are you sure you want to stay here she goes it's only nine bucks i go yeah but nine bucks could kill you are you (laughs) sure she goes yeah no i think we'll be fine i was like all right i'm just gonna suggest that you you move the 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 two-seater like the love seat that's in there against the door that way if somebody tries to you know push the door open she goes yeah but the door has a lock uh, I don't think it's going to cover it at this point. There's, yeah, I, I doubt the lock's going to work or hold anything or that the door frame is actually going to be of good quality. I'm pretty sure it's just fucking glued on there. So, yeah, they ended up pushing yeah. the, the love seat up against there. And I was like, wow, I can't believe this might be the last time I ever see my sister. And <laughs> it, it wasn't, they, they survived and it was fine. So, that's a good storytelling right there. Well, I think we'll have to do another episode about, uh, travel horror stories and hotels we'll say that for another time listeners uh i think we're gonna wrap this episode up here and and uh and move on for the night but uh it's great it's great talk you know great great talking about airbnbs and travel those are those are fun times and uh hopefully we'll both get to experience some good art some more airbnbs in the future yeah just next time try and book a a room that has two beds because i i mean it it wasn't so bad that it was only one bed, but it was only a single bed. And you and I had to sleep on top of each other. And it just, it wasn't as comfortable as I had hoped. Right. I, I seem, I seem to remember that we spooned, but you know, well, yeah, but we couldn't, we couldn't fit until we were like so close that one of us was inside the other person. And I don't know. I don't know if I feel comfortable with that anymore, or maybe it's already a conquest I've had. So I don't care to try it again. You know me one and done. <laughs> well you're always moving on much yeah. like uh, much like the band bad company <laughs> all right so yeah I, I think we should probably wrap this one up know-it-alls and we will say peace out see you on the next episode yep check us out on all the socials you know where to find us uh send us messages we love answering questions because this is answers for everything and i haven't uh, had a question for a while from you guys so i'm gonna say uh peace out and we will chat next week Peace. Peace. Can you still Copy that. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Okay, I can't hear you. Let me get my headphones. Hold on a second. Okay, let's see here. Now can you hear me? Yeah? No? Okay. Go ahead and say something, Clay. Can you hear me? Oh, that's not working. Okay.
All right, let's go back to this. Can you hear me now still? I can hear you loud and clear. Uh, okay, good. Good. I'm going to use the microphone on the laptop then instead of my normal boom. Uh, that works just fine. Okay. So there's not going to be video, correct? Uh, I don't know why it's not uh, video. Video, video, video. So you, you, you're using a work laptop instead of your... Your personal yeah. one? Yeah. So the personal one is dead? I don't know. I'm having problems with it. It keeps going to a black screen. I mean, I've been waiting for it to completely die on me. So, Have you got all your data off of it? Most of it. I need to go through it and clear it off. But it's... We'll see. How long have you had it? Longer than you've had herpes, I bet. 14 years. Oh, no. Definitely not longer than you've had herpes. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm still married. Was that where you got it from? The herpes or the the laptop? Well, thankfully, I didn't get herpes from anybody. Did you give herpes uh, to anybody? Not that I'm aware of. Because hmm. I've never had it. Well, that's what you say. But if you've never been tested. And... Oh, I've been tested, but men men can't be tested for herpes. Hmm. I like to scrape my herpes. So like I peel the scabs off just to leave an open wound. But that's just me. I'm a, I'm a little bit different. Yeah. Integrated camera. Let's see here. Advanced. So I've hit record right now, right? Yeah, I saw that. <clears throat> uh, I do after credit scenes. So uh -huh. at, at the end of the podcast, the exit music, the outro music plays. And then after that, there's like a 30 to 40 second clip, usually of us just chit-chatting about shit. Yeah. That we don't put in the podcast. And I, I think it's kind of funny because April and I talked about doing a after the credit scenes like Marvel does. We're like, what is a podcast? It's just listening. Nobody's going to listen past the credits. And then I've been putting it in after every single one for the last like six episodes or so. Yeah. So I'm just going to use this, a little portion of this for that. That's totally fine. Um, uh, Zoom is doing this thing now where once the, once the recording stops, uh -huh. I can't send an invite for four minutes. Really? Yeah, that's what happened the other day when I quartered with April. It says, ooh, you just did a Zoom meeting. Please wait four minutes before you can send another invite. You're like, all right, cool. What the fuck? Well, they want they're, you to pay. Yeah, well, no, no shit. They're really being dicks. Yeah. So, yeah, it went from unlimited to, like, 45 minutes. So now you can't send an invite after an invite was sent. Wow. <sighs> what a bunch of dickwads. I mean, I guess if I was making money on a podcast, I would pay for like a better service. Yeah. But if anything, it costs me money because I have to pay Podbean to host the thing. Oh, you do? Yeah. Every year I pay Podbean. I don't know how much it is. Well, I can't figure out how to get this camera to work. So I guess you'll just have to imagine my smiling uh, visage here. Uh, I bet you the camera works just fine. You're just going to town on yourself with a bottle of lube and some Brillo pads. I mean, well, I've never used the camera on this computer, so I like mean, work, work gave you the computer to use. Yeah, it's my what's my work laptop. Hmm. I have a laptop that I can I can take home with me if I want to. Have did they have to do Zoom calls through a pandemic with that one? Did you have to? I didn't know. Hmm. I was thinking maybe they. They disabled the camera? 
Nope. What? What happened? I got a C cannon, what I usually see. Oh, now it's back to no image. Like usually that's it's your name shows up and then your your face. But now it's just a gray background with a little computer. Well, if I hit this video thing, it says stop video, then it goes to C cannon. Yeah. And then if I click it, it goes back to the that that thing. You might need a new driver for it. Maybe the driver's out of date. Could be. I mean, I've had this laptop for like two or three years. Yeah, the driver could be out of date. Totally could be. <laughs> I'm 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 about almost technologically illiterate, you know. Mm-hmm. I wish I could help you, but I'd have to. <laughs> I do remember working at a call center, and I had to do this kind of shit with people, and it it was I loved it. I loved that job so much. Yeah. Yeah, there's something quite satisfying for my ego knowing that they're calling me for help and it's my job to help. And I had right. a pr- pretty high success rate. My phone call there you're I don't remember what the the time frame was you're supposed to be on a call for, but it was supposed to be short, you know, like 4 minutes or something. Yeah. To resolve an issue. And my my phone calls were always like, you know, 8 minutes. And I I was having like a massively like 99% success rate of resolution. And my bosses would just uh, let me do it. They're like, yeah, you know, as long as the customers are happy, you can talk for nine minutes if you want. I'm like, all right. It, it just right. means that I'm taking less calls during the day and more people are doing more work technically. Uh-huh. But I mean, I think I'd rather have a happy customer at nine minutes than an angry customer at four minutes. I'm like, sorry, yeah. I can't solve your problem. You're going to have to send the computer in for service. I'm going to mail you a box. It's got to be a hardware issue, which on the most part, it was just a software issue. Or a user interface issue. Huh. Yeah, yeah, man. A lot of it was fucking idiots. Wow. Yeah. People that didn't well, know they had to charge the battery. <laughs> the guy had like he was getting very mad at me. Kept calling me son. It's a laptop, son. I don't need to plug it in. It's a laptop. I go, yeah, but you have a, a battery that needs to be charged, so you need to plug in your laptop. You ain't listening to me, son. It's a laptop. It ain't got to be like plugged in. Do you understand? I can take it wherever I go. So yeah, but you don't. You don't have a perpetual battery life. There's no alternator in your vehicle or in your laptop that's charging the battery. I mean, if you plugged it in, that's how it would work. But yeah, they they would just get mad at me. <laughs> wow, I miss those days. Good times, right? Well, I mean. We we didn't have a boss. I, did we not talk about this at one time? Oh, I think we did. Maybe. Well, I I, we, we didn't have a, a boss. So if if somebody on the other end said, I need to talk to your supervisor, we would have to say, we don't have a supervisor. I can set up a phone call for you that my, once I send the email and set up the service, my you know boss would give you a call back at a time designated for your convenience and they're like, there's no supervisor in the room where you're at. I go, no, there's not. They go, well, how do you know when to go on a break? I'm like, because I log in in the morning and whoever does the scheduling has sent me an email that tells me when my breaks are. And then I just log off my phone at those times and I go have lunch and I go have my my you know recess or whatever. They go, and who pays you? I was like, it gets direct deposit every two weeks. I don't talk to anybody about my paycheck. They go, how do you know your schedule? I go, the scheduling team sends me an email every week with my schedule for the next week. I literally don't have a boss in this room. There's nobody I can go talk to about anything. 
So they would get really pissed off because we were their last, their last line of resort, their last line to solve their problem. And if they didn't want us to solve the problem, we'd have to mail them a box, which they would be without their laptop for weeks. And that would really piss them off.